0: or you can email radio at bnntv.org Hi, Boston. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. The name of the show is Optively From the Trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston. Again, today's a pretty, uh, not too bad out there weather-wise. You know, it's not rainy, so that's a good thing. And again, this show, my focus is where I speak... Really to black Americans. And the reason being, as I said before, I'm not against any group. I got no extra grind. I don't disparage anyone. I don't denigrate any group. Reason why I speak to my group only, although it can apply to anybody, because we now are a permanent permanent underclass. After four and three years, the coming to says that black Americans now are a permanent underclass. It means you got no wealth. And we are here in this position because of laws which which was passed that deliberately castrated us, for lack of a better word. It made sure that our parents, 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 parents would not be able to participate and acquire wealth when America was what I call up and coming. It was not develop. America now is a fully developed, fully developed country, and we have been rendered obsolete. So I speak to my group with the hope of letting them know we got to do something different for us, because nobody's coming to save us. Nobody's coming to make things better for us. Not disparaging any group, because folks don't come here to do that. They come here to acquire as much of the wealth and resources for them and their group as they can. There is no coalition. So today's topic, because we like uh, probably we can have way from uh, you know the uh, voting from the primaries. Is voting. Here comes a politician. That's my topic voting, ADOS, hey, American descendant of slaves, black Americans. Here comes the politician. And they're going to come and tell you why if you don't vote, if we don't vote, we will be the cause that the Republicans take over. We'll be the cause that democracy will be rendered useless or under assault. We'll be the reason why America is going down the drain because black Americans did not come out and vote. And you're going to find them putting out President Obama and his wife, love, lovely Michelle, nice people. Didn't do nothing for black Americans. they Didn't do nothing for us when, when, when it's in office. No policy for us, nothing for us now. But they're going to come out and tell you why it's essential that black Americans must vote and you must vote Democrat. Now, I have, no, I have nothing against voting. But again, as Dr. King said in his last words of wisdom to us, you know, if you're not voting as a block for purpose, what's your time? What's your time? So you're going to hear all the commercials. You're going to hear why they're going to say it's absolutely critical that America, born blacks black, get out and vote Democrat. Not that you're going to get anything in return, but we must save the democracy. Democracy depends on black Americans coming out there in droves and saving this here concept, which has done nothing, nothing to elevate our group. It's done nothing for us. Same with the uh, Constitution. You hear a lot about that, the Constitution. Constitution, It's done nothing, nothing. In our 400-plus years of being here in America, it's done nothing, nothing for the group. And so, again, as you are bombarded with all this here, uh, arm-twisting, you know, trying to shame you, trying to embarrass you. You know, that's that, that's, that, that's the attack, the tactic of, of, of Democrats now, trying to shame black American, you know. You need to keep this in mind. Politics is about quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. Well, they have never scratched our back since Dr. King was murdered. We've got nothing, nothing from the 1965 Act of voting. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Because we have been allowing ourselves to be manipulated and used based on emotion and feel-good politics. Not anything tangible or concrete that's going to elevate or uplift the group in time. It's aimed at black Americans only. Not that. Not that. But things that, A, that make you feel good, they say something nice about us, and we think that they are going to do something for us. And the results have been dismal, dismal, dismal for over 50 years since Dr. King was murdered. We've got nothing tangible out of voting. So you need to sit back and relax, because they're going to come with a guilt trip. Your guilt trip coming. Somebody died for you. Somebody was lynched for you. Somebody was beat up for you. Somebody walked 50 miles to vote. And you're not going to vote? You're not going to vote? You are an embarrassment. You're the problem. You're the problem. Not what you're going to get in return for voting. Not just policies aimed at your group to address the dire condition that we are in nationwide. No, 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 not that. They won't even sell policies that's aimed at us without adding us to the brown people, the Spanish people, or other so-called at-risk group. Our issues are standalone. They are legitimate. They are legitimate issues that stand alone on their own merit. Affirmative action never made us whole. The 1964 Act of Civil Rights never made, us, never made us whole. And these are ordinance that was fought for, bled for, and died for by our people to benefit who? Us, American-born blacks. But they have been weaponized to benefit everybody but us. So you're going to be inundated, bombarded with this, with this here, emotional, gut-wrenching. If you don't vote, we're going to the dogs. If you don't vote, the nation is in peril. If you don't vote, shame on you. Never saying what you're going to get to make your community better. Never saying how they're going to share the wealth that you were forced with city contracts, state contracts, federal contract, private contract, getting the trades, high income position. No, we don't talk about that. They will not promise you that. They will not promise no legislation that aimed at American blacks only but they will bring forth right things that aim at other groups but nothing for you the so-called backbone of the party and the reason why President Biden is there because when he came out of our he was a dead duck the black folks in, in South Carolina revived his campaign and what have we gotten what have we got? Well, some may say, well, you got a black American who's now on the Supreme Court. Well, guess what? Her job is to use the Constitution to frame law. Is the Constitution or not? What has that done for us? Nothing. What has the Supreme Court done for American woman black? Nothing. Nothing. And in fact, that institution gutted one of the most promising legislation that was aimed at us for affirmative action. Had two important, two important components, set the sized and quoted, the and quoted based on race. But they said, no, you can't use race. You can't use race, right, to rectify past injustices. When the country is based on race, what hurt us would hurt us about race. Dr. King was fighting based on race. But they said you can't not use those two important ingredients, third size and quotas, to address past racial injustice. But you can use diversity. Diversity. You tell me, neighbor, since 1970 when they gutted the affirmative action, what has diversity done for us? What has it done for you? It's just another con game, a shell game. You hear folks talk about, I have a very diverse cabinet, a diverse uh, 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 administration. Well, good for those people who got a job. Good for them. But they ain't got no power. Nothing they can do, nothing they can propose is aimed at elevating and addressing the issues of black America. Nothing. Nothing. But you can pass an Asian hate bill it says what he says. Who is for Asian hate bill? Hmm. You can you can pass DACA, Dreamer. It says who is for illegal children, illegal children. You can pass legislation right for gays and lesbian, same sex marriages, would benefit their community. But anything that might remotely benefit America-born blacks only is met with what pushback, contempt, and opposition. Anything. But the folks who you slaughtered to take the land, Native Americans, well, they get beaten out. They get beaten out, billions of dollars, billions of dollars every year in the federal budget. They even got a cabinet that deals with with Native American affairs. So you're willing to pay the people whose land you took by genocide, you wiped them out. In other words, you wiped them out, slaughtered those people but the folks who provide the labor that create the wealth that America still stands on now, reason why America is not a third world country, they are met with contempt, disdain and hate. And our politicians, along with us, right? Don't have the wherewithal, right? To fight back and push back and say, no, 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 this is for American blacks only. Here's the research and data. Here's why I'm proposing this here legislation. This group here, according to research by all leading leading economists, are a permanent underclass. And if we don't have policies aimed at them only to help their kids, kids, kids in the future, they're going to remain a permanent underclass. So yes, it's time to vote. Here come the arm twisting, you know, the shaming, you know, name calling by what we are not. But not one of these politicians, be they black, white, Spanish, Caribbean, Asian, not one will propose anything that's going to uplift or do anything for the group. For us, it's all what universal policies? Universal for everybody, everybody, everybody. What has universal policy done for us? What has it done for us? What has universal policy done for Black Americans after the years? Nothing. Nothing. So I contend it's time for us to say quit pro quo. We get nothing, you don't get nothing. Because we got nothing already. We already on the bottom. And nothing from nothing leaves nothing. And let me say this to y'all also. President Trump says something that he's on point He said when he's running. He said, what do you have to lose? He said, your school's horrible. You got no wealth, although you built a country. Michelle said, you know, some President Trump, you're right. You're right. So what do you propose to do for black Americans only? What do you propose to do for a vote? But being naive and immature, we jumped on, he's racist, he's racist, he's racist. Every president that, that has occupied that office has been racist. Every one of them. Every one of them. Probably except for President Obama. But uh, when it came to us, he was totally indifferent. He was totally indifferent to us. of them racist. So instead of saying, what you're going to do for us, we jumped on, yeah, he's racist. He's racist. And we got nothing from him. We got nothing from President Biden. What, what have we gotten from President Biden? And from uh, VP Harris? Nothing. And so you're going to like yourself to continue to be guilt-tripped and shame into voting for Democrats when they've done nothing for the group. And I'm not advocating for Republicans. I'm saying that our group, American-born blacks, should have loyalty to no party. We should, we should have no loyalty to no party. It's all about policy. What is your policy towards my community only? And we must learn to speak in those terms only. What are you going to do to address our unique specific needs that the resource bears out that we now are a permanent underclass as a collective? What are you going to do for us? And if they don't have that courage to say, here's what I propose for American born blacks only, don't vote. I wouldn't vote for him. I wouldn't vote. I would not vote. Because nothing from nothing, neighbors still leave nothing. And we should not feel that's our obligation to save this democracy. What has it done for you? That's my question. Or the Constitution. What has it done for me? It baffles me when here black American talking about, oh, they're trying to undermine our democracy. They're trying to undermine our Constitution. What? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What has it done for, what has it done for us since 1619? What's it done for us? So why do you feel that you must defend and preserve democracy or the constitution? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So I say, this year, atmosphere of time to vote, vote, vote. We should say, now, we want to hear one thing. What are you going to do for us? Simple as that. What are you going to do for us? Because we on the bottom anyway. We on the bottom anyway. That's where we are. So, what do you propose to help us to get up to the bottom? And please don't say education. Another misnomer. From the time Thurgood Marshall went before, went before the before the, these the Supreme Court to argue Brown Brown the Board of, Brown versus the Board of Education, although they agreed. That that segregation was so called unconstitutional. Every year, when the test re- test results come back, Black American children are always behind. You know, it's been almost what sixty years since they won since the uh, Supreme Court reversed that separate but equal schools are unconstitutional. It's done nothing for our children as a, as a body as a whole. So I'm just baffled that by all this time, all this money being spent, no child left behind, all these, these nice slogans, right? But at the end of the year, when you take the test, black American children are always behind. What's baffling to me that our so-called black American leaders or educated elite Has not said, time out, time out. You have tried, I'm sure you've tried, but the bulk of our children still remain miseducated, uneducated, unprepared to be out here and be competitive in a society founded in capitalism. We demand to educate our own children, create our own curriculum, criteria, standards, based on the relationship and the history of our existence in this country and we at the foundation, what do you want our kids to know? To be competitive. What do you want them to know? Given the history and this relationship, what do you want them to know? What do you want them to know? Be competitive in a society founded capitalism. But no, that kind of language is never forthcoming. And these so-called black American, you know, elite, educated elite, right, got PhD, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, you know, best schools in the country, have never said after 60-plus years of trying to educate black American children, I think we ought to do it ourselves because we can't do no worse. We can't do no worse. But no, that kind of simple logic, never comes forth, never even heard, never even heard. So they said their politicians say, well, all of our kids must be educated. It does not trickle down to us. Jobs, everybody, jobs, everybody. What about housing? All these what I call global concept for everybody. It never trickles down to us. And the reason being, all folks ain't going to make it. It's another misnomer. It is nothing but voodoo science, as I call it. Voodoo. Everybody ain't going to make it. Because we're not all at the same level. So if you don't have your policy specifically aimed at a group based on the research and the data to start to make changes over time, to elevate that group over time, it misses the mark. The whole concept of universal is a farce. It's done nothing for us. Nothing for us. It's just nice sounding language. I'm for all Americans. I'm for everybody getting a, a, a good a, a, a good shot. I'm for everybody getting a job. All our kids have been educated. I'm for housing of everybody. I'm for due process under law for everybody. They all say the same thing. And it never, ever trickles down to us. Never. You 50, know, 50 plus years since King was murdered. They all say the same thing. Nothing gets down to those here who is a permanent underclass, America born black. And so now in this voting season, as it winds down last week or so, week and a half, right? You're going to be inundated. You know, overwhelmed with folks trying to guilt trip you. Are you registered? You must vote. Your voice can't be heard if you don't vote. You heard them, you you heard them vote. You hear black Peter saying, just vote. In the pulpit, just vote. We must exercise our right as American citizens, just vote. And nothing is going to improve our plight. And the reason being, there are no policies aimed at us only. We are, we are not all at the same place in time. We are not all at the same place. And for politics to be effective, you must have policies, right, that have what I call specificity, specificity. is aimed at a specific group to bring about a a, a specific result. This thing called universal policies, everybody can't do nothing for us. And it's time that we stop allowing folks, right, to hoodwink us and bamboozle us on rhetoric that has no significance, has no substance. And so I watched the debate between the governors, you know, who run here in Massachusetts I'm sure they're very, I'm sure they're nice people. You know, I'm sure they're very nice people. They got different views. But nowhere in that debate between the two candidates they anything is going to elevate or make black Americans' life better. Nothing. Absolutely nothing in that debate going to make life better for us. And yet you're going to be, you know, bombarded with Black American officials, so-called leaders, saying if you don't vote, we're in trouble. If you don't come out and vote, we are in trouble. Well, when you dead last, you're on the bottom right, how much how more trouble can you get in? When you dead last, and a lot of portion of your people are already on subsidies anyway, or they, they, they could not live in the city of Boston. When you're dead last, and you're already... On subsidies, although you're working, but your salaries on not work on the low end of the totem pole because your skill set are not essential or high value. when you already on, on the bottom rung, how low can you go? How low can you go? You're already there. But you're going to be, you know, inundated with guilt and shame that if you don't come out and do something, we got problems. We got big problems. They're a lie. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. And if you listen to the debate between the the two folks running for governor, nothing they said are going to benefit and uplift our community. Absolutely, positively nothing. And let me just say this here. Having a diverse cabinet means nothing to the group. It's great for them and their family. They're getting paid well. They'll live well for that four years or eight years, or, 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 however how, 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 how long they loan in, in office. They'll live well. They'll do well. they ain't going to do none of us. It's going to do nothing, nothing, nothing for us. So that being the case, right, why are you going to allow yourself to be brainwashing the voting? Somebody, there's something, something that's not going to benefit you. you get Republican. You're getting nothing. You get nothing. No way. You are getting nothing. nowhere. You are getting nothing. Regardless. So why are you gonna like stuff to be hoodwinked and bamboozled and manipulated to vote when you ain't getting nothing? And number one, you ain't demanding nothing. The group as a whole is not demanding. We're not demanding. We're not demanding anything. The state of Massachusetts spend over $4 billion a year with outside contractors, $4 billion a year with outside contractors, $4 billion a year. $4 billion a year. Black Americans get diversity, none of that money. None. None. But you have diversity down at the state office. You have diversity down at the state house. Women, black American women, you know, Caribbean women, Caribbean men, you know, it's diverse. African folks, it's diverse what has diversity done for the group? What has it done for the group? Nada. Nothing. Same See the hall. See the, see the hall. Boston. Boston. See the hall. been over $2 billion a year. $2 billion a year with outside contractors. $2 billion a year. $2, billion a year, $2 billion. Black American violence get less than one-half, one percent. Less than one-half, one percent. But You have diversity now. It's diverse. It is diverse. A lot of black American women, women of color, immigrants, Haitians, you know, folks from Cape, from Cape Verde, it's diverse. It's done nothing, nothing, nothing for us. We've got none of that money. And having a successful business sector is what creates wealth. When you have a successful business sector, it provides jobs. Okay, you can employ your people. You can you can employ your young people. You can also, right, have your folks into trades, turning them for future future occupation. You can also donate money to worthy causes. That goes on in your community. But it creates wealth that you can now start to develop shopping malls, hotels, theaters, restaurants. We have a successful business class of entrepreneurs. It creates wealth. And black Americans are a prime example when there is no wealth. There's no wealth. That's why the economy said that by 2053 as a whole, we're going to be wealthless. 2053, we're going to be wealthless. Well, for most of our folks, they're already there. They're already there. They're already there. For most of our people, they're already there. And if we don't understand that voting is about quid pro quo, baby, it really is. Everybody vote for folks who are going to do something for them. Case in point, gays ain't gonna vote. They, gays will not vote for you if you're not for same sex marriages. They, they 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 won't vote for you. Forget forget your other stuff. They won't vote for you. Spanish is not gonna vote for you if you're not for immigration, DACA, Dreamers. They, they won't vote for you. Asians, if you're not for their causes. They won't vote for you. They will not vote for you. Only American born black will vote for folks without. Quit pro quo. We just vote. Cause why we've been told somebody died for you. That's true. But they died for us to be viewed and treated as full-fledged citizens of this country. Get you on know, your house, Larry my bottom. You're listening to W BCA one oh two point nine FM. name of our show called the from the trenches. My days, my, my my days topic, about voting. Here come the politician. Here they come. I'm gonna take a break. I'll be right back. Please don't go nowhere. And we will continue with the conversation. Uh oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh yeah, yeah. He's starting with the woots. <laughs> <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart, heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from Nitza and the Ad Council. Mm. I'm back. I'm your host, Larry, Larry Higginbottom. The name of the show is Off the Face from the Trenches, baby. Off the Face from the Trenches. Off the Face from the Trenches. I think about what I see out here for the last 22 years in the trenches, working, providing direct mental health and folks' families. And for my group, it's not working. All research by economists shows that we now are permanent underclass. So again, as I say in the beginning, I'm not against any group. I don't disparage any group. I got no extra ground against no group. The reason why I focus on my group and trying to bring attention to my group, our issues, which were legitimate, that led to all these so-called civil rights uh, ordinances, we have been we have been totally removed off the table. Our issues have been totally taken off the board. The policies that was fought for, that our folks bled for and died for. The 1964 Act of Civil Rights, from action, Voting rights, all those acts have been weaponized to benefit everybody but the group that got out there and made it come into fruition. American-born blacks. And so I feel compelled to say to my group, hey, we're going we're going about we're going about this thing wrong. We need to focus on ourselves, understand that nobody comes here to become allies with us. To fight white racism, nobody comes here right to change the paradigm of white supremacy. They don't come here to change that. None of these groups here who come here to America, be it legal or illegal, are coming here to change the paradigm of white supremacy. They're coming here right to participate in the financial rewards of this country to make a better life for themselves. Period. If it means stepping over you, stepping on you, or pushing that away, so be it. So be it. They exploited you doing slavery. You doing Jim Crow or sharecropping. The black codes. They exploited you, not us. That's not our lineage. That's not our legacy. That's not our heritage. That's yours. So it's not up to us to fight that fight. That's up to you, our born blacks. And so again, my show is aimed at my group, and I disparage no group. I'm not against no group. Got no extra grime against no group. But nobody's fighting for the group that's the primary reason why everybody's benefiting. No group of politicians is fighting on our behalf to bring our issues to the fore to make sure they get addressed. Nobody. Not even the Black Political Task Force. They're not fighting for us. Be it local, state, black American politicians are not fighting for us. And in fact, they would not even mention our name by itself. Whenever anything that affects us, it must always be coupled with brown people other that risk group, gays and lesbian. But their issue stands on their own merit without us to me that's problematic when your own people will not stand and say this is the black Americans only here's the research and the data here's the reason why so I really don't expect a lot from other groups who are in politics be the Asian Caucasians you know Africans or Caribbean why the wealth this country stands on was not derived off their people's bodies, blood, sweat, and tears. It wasn't them that created the wealth, drained the swamps, cleared the land, built the schools, white out, you know, cash crops. It wasn't them. It was us. It was us. So there's no lineage there. There's no culture there. There's no connection there. And being black and speaking English does not connect you give you cohesion so again I don't blame these other group, groups at all they don't come here to challenge the paradigm of white supremacy they don't come here to change the paradigm of our predicament and condition so we need to come to terms immatureness here this is our fight it's our fight and so that's why today I'm talking about voting. Voting. You got about, what, a week and a half to go before the midterm election, and they're predicting, you know, that uh, the, the Republican might take some seats, they might take the House, might take the Senate. They've already got the big guns coming out. The big guns. Oh, the big gun. Celebrities are going to come out, all these black celebrities, rappers you know, actors, actresses, singers, rappers, telling black Americans, you got to vote. If you don't vote, we are doomed. If you don't come out and save us, our democracy, as we know it, is doomed. We gone. We got nothing way to go. You don't come out and save us. Nowhere in that propaganda is there anything about what you're going to get. Nowhere. You get that nonsense like, all people. For everybody. Well, that rhetoric never seemed to trickle down to where we are in the basement. It never seemed to come down to where we are residing. On the outside looking in. As a group. But you're going to see him bring out President Obama. All the, you know, celebrities, you know. Let me tell you, you got to vote. You must vote. If you don't vote, it's sacrilegious. If you don't vote, you know, you're a heathen. If you don't vote, something wrong with you. If you don't vote, you silly. Nowhere in that rhetoric is there quid pro quo. Nowhere. Nowhere in the rhetoric are they saying what you're going to get for voting. Nowhere. And generic policy that is supposed to benefit everybody Done nothing for us. Generic policy to benefit everybody's done nothing for the group. It's done nothing for American born blacks, nothing. Never have, never will. So I say to you, community, it's time that we become selfish. That's right, selfish. And think about ourselves, think about our own children. You're not going to leave anything. Why? Because the federal government made sure when America was up and coming and wealth was to be had, it made sure by laws we would be locked out. We're the only group that's been disenfranchised by laws. Only group. The folks you see at the top of the border, they're coming here destituted. They're coming here in poverty. They're coming here broke. They're coming here to get whatever they can get. Because Why? It's a thousand times better than where they come from. You are citizens. We are citizens. We have nowhere else to go. These other groups can all go back can all go, go back home. They're gonna send money back home. They're gonna go back home and visit. That's not us. I've been to Africa twice, not three times. Been to Ghana, Egypt, and South and South Africa had a fantastic time, met some wonderful folks, but I'm not African. I am of African African origin, you know, but I'm not African. Neither are you. These other groups can always go back home, all of them, be the Caribbean, Asian, Africans, you know, Ukraine, not us. So if we ain't fighting for a new deal, for ourselves, or fighting for policy aimed at us to make things better, we're foolish. We are foolish. And Dr. King was fighting for us to be viewed and treated as full-fledged United States citizens with all the perks and benefits of whiteness. it was more just for the right to vote, he wants to have access to capital, mortgages, due process under the law, great health. All those tangibles that make up being a citizen is why he was murdered. It was not just for you for you, for you, for you, for you to vote. No. voting doesn't feed me. Don't pay my mortgage. Don't pay my car note. don't allow me to live where I want to live. absorb my daughter, my daughter's tuition for college. You didn't do that. Having above average income, Having a company company with, with, with contracts did that. It allowed me to live how I want to live on my terms. To be comfortable in this great country. And America is a great country. It is a great, great country. When you have sufficient wealth to be comfortable, America is a great place to be. Let nobody kid you that. I've been blessed, blessed to travel. Caribbean, France, Italy, Spain, you know, Egypt great country. And when you're blessed to have sufficient wealth, be comfortable. Well, I mean sufficient wealth. I don't mean being make a million dollars. I don't mean making a, a million dollars a year. I've been a billionaire. No, you're earning three, three, six-figure salary. You can be very comfortable in America. Very comfortable. Most of our folks, right, most of them folks are $100,000 and less. Most of our folks, right, a seventy grand or less in these cities. Well, you know, they're struggling. You know what I know? That's where I came from. I came from down there. 30 years ago, I had to make a decision to go back and upgrade my skills to reinvent myself to acquire skills that going to allow me to live life on my terms. I speak from experience. That's why I say when I tell you to go back, you must upgrade your skills. I'm speaking from personal experience. Because I was making 30 grand, 32 grand a year. When I decided today, I got to do something different. This ain't working. And same applies to you, neighbor. If you don't upgrade your skills, you're just going to exist in America. That's what you're going to do. And folks going to bombard you with propaganda about why you must vote. If you don't vote, everything comes crumbling down. If you don't vote, democracy is lost. If you don't know, if you don't vote, the Constitution will not be adhered to if you don't vote. But, we, but we're but we not going to give you anything. We ain't going to give you nothing now. Nope, 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 nope. Nothing are you going to get? It's really ironic that the Democrats give you Programs that don't lead to uh, wealth creation, programs, you know, Section 8, stamp, you know, child tax credit that don't lead to wealth. Republicans give you rhetoric. You must pull yourself by your own bootstrap, by your own bootstrap. Be a self-made man, a woman. Both parties give you rhetoric that does nothing to address the racial wealth gap. Nothing to create wealth in the community, nothing. That's why I say, I've come to this conclusion. Although I've been a Democrat, I'm not registered as as a Republican, I got loyalty to no group. I got loyalty to no group at all. I'm all about policy. I'm all about policy for my people. What are your policy gonna do for my group? What are you gonna do for my group who now is a permanent underclass? What? And I don't get thrilled no more with that. I'm for everybody. It's getting all our children nonsense. Housing for everybody. It's for everybody. 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 It don't work that way. Life don't work that way, neighbor. Everybody ain't going to make it. Everybody is not going to get this. Everybody is not going to get this. It is a misnomer. It's a feel-good, unattainable statement. Everybody. We all Americans. Just rhetoric. Just rhetoric. Because at the end of the day, special groups get things who have what? Quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. And what's really so bad today in 2022 folks who are running don't feel they got it off Black America, nothing specific. Nothing specific. Because we have been pushed so far out the door that folks don't even feel that they didn't even have to say anything aimed at us only. You say nothing for us. Nothing. And you're going to vote. Because you're going to be ashamed and guilt, guilt into voting. Because why? There was a time when you couldn't vote. There's a time when folks got killed, got murdered, got beat up, got lynched trying to vote, and you're not going to vote. You're not going to honor our ancestors who got out there and took a, a butt whipping for you to vote. You're not going. You're not going to vote. But nowhere in that jargon is anything about quid pro quo. Nowhere, nowhere. And they come to other groups, right? With Pacific quid pro quo. If I get your vote, he's going to do for you, for your group. Not for everybody, not for all Americans. He's going to do for your group. And I'm just totally baffled and just dumbfounded why Black American politicians and Black American community who've been there all this time have not figured out if you ain't getting quit pro Crow, why are you voting? Why are you voting? What are you voting for? What are you voting for? Because the proof's in the pudding, baby. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. And so as I watched the debate with the two Folks running for governor, nice people. I got nothing bad said. I got nothing bad said about neither one of them. But nowhere in the heated exchange was there anything they said is going to make life better for black Americans and our children, children, children who's not yet born. Nothing. Nothing. And let me assure you, let me assure you that diversity has done and will do nothing for us. Please, 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 please stop falling on that sword. Diversity and inclusion has done nothing for us. Never have, never will. Folks say that who don't have the courage to say, this is for black Americans only, here's the data and the reason why. Here it is. These folks don't have the courage to say that. You pay attention now, you pay attention to the rhetoric, these last week and a half, two weeks. It's always going to be, I'm for everybody, for all Americans. We all deserve this. We all deserve that. We, 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 we. But isn't it funny? It never, never, (laughs) for some reason, gets down to where we are. But it sounds good. It really sounds good. But it does nothing for the group. Nothing. So, I just believe it's time for us to stop being duped. Hoodwink, bamboozled. And so, I'm on, I'm voting down ballot in, in the, uh, you know, governor's race. There's, there's nothing there for us. There's nothing there for us. Nothing there for us. There's nothing there that's going to benefit black America, period. So, I'm voting, I'm voting down ballot. I'm going to vote for other things, other folks who are doing something. At least Sandy are going to do something for us, you know. But in uh, the, government, the government's race, we ain't getting nothing out of this deal, nothing. And so I want to say to you these closing minutes, you know, there's time for us to mature and to grow up as the people. And to look at the data, I mean, the doubt is there. We we are permanent underclass as a group, and don't be deceived, right, and hoodwink because of our of our celebrities. They are very 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 small small percentage of our people, very small. And they don't reflect the collective. They don't reflect the vast majority black and black Americans. They don't. The the vast majority of our people. The bulk of our people are either working class, working poor, or poor. That's where they're at. That's where, they, that's where the bulk of our people are in America: working class, working poor, or poor. You got a few professionals, small small percentage of that professional, but the bulk of, of Black American after 400 years are either working class, working poor, or poor. And a large portion of our folks are on some form of government subsidies. If you pull those subsidies right, they'd be homeless. They'd be homeless. So again, my observation, it's not about gloom and doom or being a pessimist or being negative. It's about being honest about where we are. Being honest about opposition. Being honest about opposition and where we are and why we must demand something different we must do something different because we, nobody comes here to fight with us, to fight for us, to help us. Nobody. It just is, is what it is. They never gonna change. So I say to you, in these final, these final few minutes I got here, I don't disparage anybody, not against no group, nobody. I'm gonna speak to my group, who've been for 400 years. Gotta do something different. So hope you enjoyed this show. And I'll be back next week with a different observation, a different, different, different subject matter. Inform your friends about us, you know. And uh, again, I'm here to disparage nobody. I'm here to, uh, got no extra grime. It's nobody. I'm just here to say, hey, for my group, nobody's speaking, nobody speaks. nobody's fighting for us. Be it on the local level, state or federal government, no black politicians out here are fighting for us. We on our own. We on our own. And that's not to disparage us or make it gloom and doom. It is what it is. Once you accept where you are, you are you are where you are. You know? The black political the black political political task force does nothing for us. They, but they look good. They bring melanin. But they won't fight for us. They won't fight for us. Be it on the city level, state level, federal level, they won't fight for us. Our celebrities won't fight for us because why? They what I call high-priced labor. And they see anything that's not in step, but then there goes their contracts. That goes their position. So it's just us. So hope you hope you've enjoyed this here dialogue. Uh, hope hope give you give you something to think about. But voting, here they come, here they come. They're coming in droves. They're gonna be coming in droves, telling you how if you don't vote, democracy is lost. If you don't vote, the world's coming to an end. That's a lie. So again, I'm your host, Larry Graham. You you've been listening to W. BCA 102.9 FM, Boston. Name is Show From the trenches, baby. Off the, the day from the trenches. I've been talking about voting. Here they come, politician. Ain't nothing good gonna come to us. So until next time, be safe. And tune in next time, and I have something to talk about. I'll have some more observation. Ciao. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCA LP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617 708 three two four one or email us at radio at org.